0: Hello, word nerds, word, word, birds, word, other word that rhymes with words. All right, let's just talk about these words. In this episode, the first of them is cleat, C-L-E-A-T. This is the first form. Um, It is a noun from the 14th century, 1A. A wedge-shaped piece fastened to or projecting from something and serving as a support or check. 1B, a wooden or metal fitting, usually with two projecting horns around which a rope may be made fast. So fast. 2A, a strip fastened across something to give strength or hold in position. 2B, 1, a projecting piece, as on the bottom of a shoe, that furnishes a grip. I think that's the one that most people are aware of one no two b two is plural shoes shoes equipped with cleats shoes that are equipped with cleats are called cleats uh let's see this is from middle english cleat c-l-e-t-e which means wedge from old english cleat uh, akin to the middle high german clothes which means lump and there's more at the word clout second form of cleat this is a transitive verb from 1794 one to secure to or buy a cleat two to provide with a cleat next is cleavable something that is able to be cleaved adjective from circa 1846 capable of being split yeah it would be confusing if you use the word cleave in the definition for cleavable capable of being split next is cleavage now this has a number of definitions i think most people think of the adult definition which i'm sure is in here uh but most of them are not that uh, this is a noun from 1816 1a the quality of a crystallized substance or rock of splitting along definite planes Pe- uh, planes planes P-L-A-N-E-S, like a a surface. Not a flying plane. Not a plane of wheat. A different kind of plane. And then also, the occurrence of such splitting. 1B, a fragment obtained by splitting. And the example of this fragment would be in a diamond. 2. The action of cleaving. Also, the state of being cleft. 3. 3. The series of synchronized mitotic cell divisions of a fertilized egg that results in the formation of the blastomeres and changes the single-cell zygote into a multicellular embryo. Also, one of these cell divisions. It has been cleaved. Four, the splitting of a molecule into simpler molecules. And then five, The depression between a woman's breasts, especially when made visible by a low-cut neckline. Next is cleave. First form. This is a verb. uh, It is just intransitive. From before the 12th century. To adhere firmly and closely or loyally and unwaveringly to adhere firmly and closely or loyally and unwaveringly. Okay, and the synonym is the word stick. Uh, let's see, Middle English, klevian, from Old English, Cliffian, akin to the Old High German kleben, which means to stick. So I think this is interesting because when you think of something being cleaved, you think of it being split into at least two parts, um, not sticking together. So it's just interesting to me that there's... Uh, A version of this that's kind of the opposite of what we normally think Uh, but here is the second form of cleave it is a verb from before the 12th century one to divide by or as if by a cutting blow and the synonym is split two to separate into distinct parts and especially into groups having divergent views Oh, by the way, we are starting with uh, transitive. These are all transitive. Uh, Number three, to subject to chemical cleavage, uh, as in a protein cleaved by an enzyme. And intransitive, number one, to split, especially along the grain. I'm guessing that's wood. Two, to penetrate or pass through something by or as if by cutting. And then synonym is the word Tear. T-E-A-R. Not tear. Tear. What does the etymology have to say for us and to us? Middle English, clevin From Old English, cleophon, Akin to the Old Norse, klufa? kljufa. I think it's K-L-J-U-F-A. How do you say that? Klufa. That means to split. From the Latin glubere, which means to peel, like peeling an orange from the Greek glyphine, which means to carve good etymology. All right. Next we have cleaver, beaver cleaver. What were the rest of the family members names in that show? Leave it to beaver. I don't remember. Noun from the 15th century. One, one that cleaves, especially a butcher's implement for cutting animal carcasses into joints or pieces. Two, a prehistoric stone tool having a sharp edge at one end. Next is cleavers, noun from the 14th century. An annual bedstraw, I don't know what that is, having many stalked white flowers and stems covered with curved pericles. Also, any of several related plants. So a bedstraw is a plant, and the scientific name is Gallium Aparine or Aparine. The etymology says it's from Middle English, clevre, alternative of Old English, cleif, C-L-I-F-E, which means burdock or cleavers, akin to the Old English, cliffion. Uh Yeah, maybe I'll post a picture of this. Why is it called cleavers? Is it split into pieces? It sounds like it might be. Next is cleek, C-L-E-E-K, noun from the 15th century. It is chiefly Scottish. And it means a large hook. And that would be for a pot over a fire. Uh, so there's, you, you got a fire and you want to put a pot over the fire, but you got to hold the pot on something. So you put it on a large hook and the Scottish people call that hook a cleek. Uh, and it is from uh, Cl- Middle English, Northern Middle English, clecken, which means to clutch. Next is clef, C-L-E-F. Uh, This is a noun from circa 1577, a sign placed at the beginning of a musical staff to determine the pitch of the notes. And there are examples of these clefs. Um, Let's see, just checking anything else, I think. Okay, so yes, I shall describe these. Um, But a lot of you have probably seen these. There's two of them. Uh, number one is the treble clef. This is the one that most people are familiar with, even non-musical people. It looks sort of like a um, uh, a cursive S. Uh, the line goes up, and then it curves around to the right, and then it goes back down, and it swirls around the bottom. And then the other one is the bass clef. Uh, musical people are familiar with both, both of these. The bass clef looks like a curly, fancy, backwards C. And then there are two dots, like a colon, two dots to the right of it. So those are treble clef and bass clef, but there's a whole bunch of other ones. Um, I know that they're, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not as familiar with the other ones. I know that there's at least one other clef that, depending on the position of it, will determine the pitches. Um, and so the treble clef, is, the middle C, is the line below the bottom line. There's, the you know, five lines. We've got... Uh the, the spaces are, say, F-A-C-E, and the lines are E-G-B-D-E, I think. Um, but anyway, the line below the bottom line would be middle C. And then for the bass cleft, the line above the top line is middle C. But then, depending on the instrument that you're playing, there's other clefts. I think I've spoken about that enough. Haven't I? Maybe I'll post a picture of what these look like. All right. And our last word is cleft c-l-e-f-t two forms first form is a noun from the 14th century one a space or opening made by or as if by splitting and the synonym is fissure or fissure. fissure i think f-i-s-s-u-r-e number two a usually v-shaped indented formation a hollow between ridges or protuberances as in I was not expecting this. As in, the anal cleft of the human body. Was that, is that literally like the space between your butt cheeks? The V-shaped indented formation hollow between, I mean, it's, or maybe the space above that? I don't know. It's the anal cleft. It's a thing. This is from Middle English, cleft, from Old English, G-E-C-L-Y-F-T, cleft akin to the Old English, cleophon which means to cleave. And then the second form of cleft is an adjective from the 14th century, partially split or divided, and then specifically divided about halfway to the midrib, as in a cleft leaf. Uh, Yeah, that's good for that. So the words today were cleat, cleavable, cleavage, cleave, cleaver, cleavers, cleek, clef, and cleft. Well, being a musical person, I am going to pick clef as the word of the episode. How do you sing a song about clef? You can sing a song about clef. Here we are in the treble clef. And now here we are in the bass clef. That doesn't make any sense, but it happened. All right. The, the, the holidays. The holidays for today. What are we on? August 7th, I believe so. Yeah. All right. In Colombia, Battle of Boyacá Day. Boyasá, Boyacá Day. I don't know how to pronounce that word. In the Assyrian community, it is Assyrian Martyrs Day. In St. Kitts and Nevis, it is Emancipation Day. In Ethiopian and Eritrean Orthodox Tewahedo Church, it is Filseta. In the Ivory Coast, it is Republic Day. In Kiribati, it is Youth Day. Youth, youth. Anything on this day? Uh, Let's see. Descendo International del Sela, Seah. It is International Descent of Um, Bolivia National Armed Forces Day. What are some more fun holidays? We are on August 7th. It is Aged Care Employee Day in Australia. It is Beach Party Day. Oh, I would love to have a beach party. It is International Blues Music Day. Yeah, I gotta go listen to some blues music. It is Mead Day, M-E-A-D. That is an alcohol made from honey and other stuff. Ooh, it's National Disc Golf Day. It's probably a good, dig- good day to go play some disc golf. I've only done it a handful of times, but I, I very much enjoy it because I like Frisbee. It is National Jamaican Patty Day. It's a picture of these, looks like fried dough things with stuff inside, and that looks really tasty. It is National Lighthouse Day. I live close to a lighthouse, so maybe I'll go go say hi, lighthouse. And then it will say, hello, Spencer. Thanks for saying hi. Now I'm going to sit here and shine a light off into the distance it's national mustard day it's national sea serpent day it's particularly preposterous packaging day i mean there you go it's professional speakers day i am not really a professional speaker but i am speaking to you it's purple heart day lots of people have gotten purple hearts because they did something great it is raspberry and cream day it's taxpayer appreciation day don't you think every day should be taxpayer taxpayer appreciation day we we pay our taxes so you better appreciate us. Anything else? I think that's good. We have done it. Woohoo! Thank you very much for listening and until next time, which is tomorrow. This is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.